Hiya folks, it's Jason Joyce, it's the 13th of July 2020, you are very welcome and thank you for joining episode 17 of the Jason Joyce podcast. As usual, I hope this podcast finds you safe and well and in good spirits. Very excited for today's podcast. It's full of unbelievable content that I've used on myself and I use with clients and I use with patients regarding being healthier and happier. In last week's episode, I mentioned the two evil twins to success, procrastinators and perfectionists. Procrastinators never start, perfectionists never finish. And we discussed in depth how perfectionism can hold you back and how to overcome that. Today's episode, we're going to look at procrastination and how that holds you back and how you can overcome that. And people will be thinking, how is procrastination important when trying to be healthier and happier? And that's a great question. And the reason for it is people who tend to procrastinate normally don't reach their goals or their targets they want to achieve for one reason or another. And this can lead to excessive stress and stress can cause an inflammatory environment within the body, which is disease, which can create an environment for disease. And also an inflammatory environment leads to pain, ultimately leading to decreased health and happiness. So that's why it's very, very important to go through this today and hopefully you get a lot of great material to implement in your life. But before we get started into story time, I'd just like you to do a quick check in, see how you're feeling in this moment at this time. Just become aware and make no judgment. After that brief reflection, it's story time. We learn by doing by John Holt. Not many years ago, I began to play the piano. Most people would say that what I am doing is learning to play the piano. But these words carry into our minds the strange idea that there exists two very different processes. One, learning to play the piano and two, playing the piano. They imply that I will do the first until I have completed it, at which point I will stop the first process and begin the second. In short, I will go on learning to play until I have learned to play, and then I will begin to play. Of course, this is nonsense. There are not two processes, but one. We learn to do something by doing it. There is no other way. What lesson or insights you get from that story? As usual, I encourage pen and paper moments. If you're out on a walk, just pause that and have a think. What did you get from that story? The first concept I'd like to discuss today is the title of that story. We learn by doing. I'm a big believer in action speak louder than words and talk is cheap. And if you look at the definition for procrastination, it's the action of delaying or postponing something. So not doing. So the answer to overcome procrastination is fairly obvious. Just do it, like the Nike logo. However, that's a lot easier said than done. Starting a task is the hardest part of a task, or starting a new habit. A great example to demonstrate this is a rocket launching to the moon. The distance is 240,000 miles from the Earth to the moon, and it's 76 miles from the Earth to the Earth's atmosphere. Did you know that a rocket uses 80% of its fuel to go the first 76 miles of its journey of 240,000 miles. 
and this is the very same as it is in a habit it'll take most of your effort at the start at the start of a task the mental gravity to overcome which is the hardest part the start starting a new habit so one suggestion before starting a new habit i've mentioned this numerous times over the last 16 podcasts is to start with why why are you doing it because when you have a strong why the how is easy you want to sell it to yourself and be very specific. For example, if you want to lose weight, don't just say I want to lose weight because if you lose one pound, your goal is achieved. I want to lose 10 pounds and why do I want to do that? Because I want to feel confident. I want to be have a choice to put on the clothes I choose to wear and feel confident in them clothes. Or if you want to eat better nutrition, I want to eat five square good meals a day or square meals a day that add to my optimal health if it's to play Gaelic football or whatever that is. So a strong way that achieves something bigger than just vanity, something deep within, something that brings your true self, your character out to shine. So just remember, starting is the hardest. But if you sell it to yourself, if you have that strong why, that will fuel your rocket ship a lot better than a weak why or a why that's relating to vanity. So the first call to action is what one specific goal are you procrastinating about and question your why about this. And if it's a weak why, maybe you need to get rid of that goal. Clear the, clear the screen, clear the slate for a better goal with a stronger why. So the first call to action, what one specific goal are you procrastinating about and question its why. Second concept I'd like to discuss with you today is, are you learning to play the piano? Are you playing the piano? A lot of people talk about what they need to do instead of doing it. I remember someone close to me recently had this habit of Monday or Tuesday going, I have to do this by Saturday. And they would never do it to last minute on Saturday. And it used to drive me mad because I'm like, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's the same story that was on repeat. And it was took away them days, five precious days. And each day is precious. Think about it. If you had an extra day with a loved one, how much would that mean to you? But this person kept on saying that on a Monday or Tuesday, I have to have this done by Friday or Saturday. And they are wasting their whole week with this subconsciously in the background draining their energy. It's like an app on your phone on and you're not really and it's just draining your battery constantly and you're not really doing anything about it where the simple simple strategy would be just to close down the app or dedicate a time to address that so what what i'm going to go through now is strategies to overcome procrastination let's design strategies to succeed instead of being destined to fail like that example i just gave you and a lot of time procrastination is a habit people don't know what you don't know and they're just it's a habit that they may be picked up through conditioning or that they've always had and they're just failing to prepare to be productive or maybe they're just overwhelmed at the task at hand or they're just very used to being distracted and busy instead of focused and productive so one of the first things i'm going to ask you to do is write down all your current tasks in an area that you procrastinate a lot. Write them all down. The next step, simplify. Like in that program cube, simplify it. Get rid of all the distractions. Put your phone on flight mode. Dim it down to the bare bones. You want to be productive and focused in flow. 
when you get distracted and you're in flow, science has shown that it takes you 11 minutes to get back to that productive state if you just look at your phone for one or two seconds. And this is very, very important. So people who have all notifications on their phone, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, whatever you have, TikTok, all them, you're constantly getting distracted. And as a result, you're easily extracted and you're just warping your own energy. Eliminate that. I turn all notifications off on my phone and I have a folder for all my social media and I dedicate a specific time in the day when I look at that. Maybe that's something you can do. Simplify your life to avoid distraction. So get rid of them. Dim it and then dim your tasks down to the bare, bare bones. I want you to look at one goal. The next one that really helps me is called the Eisenhower Matrix. It sounds very snazzy, but it's an excellent productivity tip I use. And it's basically four boxes and it looks at what is important and what isn't important on the x-axis and on the y-axis, what's urgent or not urgent. And it breaks it into four boxes. Do now, decide when to do it, delegate it away or delete it. And it's a really, really good way to know what you need to prioritize or focus your energy and time on. And also the other stuff that are still in your mind, you put them down on paper and can do them at another day, another time. And as a result, you become more focused and more productive. So check out the link in the podcast notes or Google the Eisenhower Matrix for productivity. The last part of creating a design to succeed and stopping procrastination will be to use barriers in your favor. Say, for example, you want to replace watching the telly but going for a run every day after work. However, you come home, you sit down, you end up binging on Netflix, feeling crap, eating crappy food. And it just becomes a vicious cycle. And what we don't repair, we repeat. What we could do in this situation is we could remove barriers for our preferred behavior and add barriers for the behavior we want to replace. For example, if you want to go for a run, have your gear ready at the door. Have a healthy dinner prepared for when you come home from your run and heat it for the shower on. All restrictions are barriers removed. And then for the behavior you want to remove, Add barriers, maybe plug out your TV so when you turn it on it has to load or put the remote control in the middle of your gym gear or turn the chair completely around facing the wrong way so it's a massive effort to actually sit down and watch the telly. So increase the barriers of the behavior you don't want to have anymore. So my second call to action is to use this process to succeed in one area you're procrastinating in your life or one area you want to achieve some goals in your health or your happiness. So one, write down all your current tasks. Two, simplify them. Make them clear and concise. Get rid of distractions. Three, use the Eisenhower matrix. And four, use barriers in your favor. Last concept I'd like to discuss are other strategies that help you overcome procrastination, become more productive and more successful in achieving your goals. And the first one I'm going to discuss is a power hour, or it's also known as a Pomodoro technique, I think. I haven't even Googled it. And what this is, is just setting an hour away a day or once a week, whatever that is, with no distractions, absolutely no distractions. Put a countdown timer on. That's it. And giving yourself that hour, 25 minutes work, 5 minute break with no distractions, 25 minutes work and 5 minute break. This is so, so helpful for me. I use one a day and I get all my good work done. There's no distractions. And even in that 5 minute break, you're mad to look at your phone, but you don't. And that's when you come up with great creative ideas or solutions to the problems that you were going through in the first 25 minutes. So power hours. 
Also, another concept or strategy I think is really, really helpful is the pressure principle. And you see this at work when people sign up for charities or even operation transformation groups. Because they know there's a bit of extra pressure on themselves, that actually helps. For example, my podcast comes out every Monday. I tried to do it the week before, but the pressure isn't strong enough. Now I just go and dedicate three hours on a Monday and that is the pressure I need to deliver a podcast. Whereas I could not do it for the week before and it was kind of really, really bugging me. So I just said, actually, the pressure isn't enough to do it the week before. I need to do it on the day I meant to deliver it. So what is that pressure principle for you? A really, really good one I always ask people to do is maybe get an accountability partner. I've got numerous accountability partners for different areas in my life. So maybe one of your friends might be trying to achieve something in their health. They might be losing weight or dropping a dress size, whatever that is. And you check in with each other once a week, keeping it positive, whatever that is for you. But then you're actually have someone else to help you and when you want to slip you you're actually thinking I don't want to let them down it's a really good way of helping you achieve your goals and the next one is rewards I always reward good work or good effort so my reward for this podcast is watching an episode of suits I'm quite addicted to it at the moment but if I start watching it before I start my podcast I wouldn't be doing this podcast so it's a reward for doing good work so there are four other strategies you can implement. Whatever one works for you, have a try and let me know how that goes. Before I summarize the three main points of today's podcast, I'd like to ask you to share one story or one positive outcome you've got from this podcast with me or maybe leave it in the review on iTunes. Whatever that is, I'd love to know your story. I heard some great stories down in Wexford at the weekend and I wasn't aware of them and it gave me that lift. It gave me that inspiration to keep on going. So please share that one positive thing or that one story you've got from this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Summarize today's podcast. Remember the story. We learn by doing and what insights or lessons you got from that. The three main points are as follows. Remember the start is the hardest part. Know why you're doing it and just start. Two, look at your strategies and what you have in place. Instead of being destined to fail, create a design to succeed. Try the four-step strategy I discussed in today's podcast. And the final point, implement one strategy in your life to help you start playing the piano and overcome procrastination. Thank you, folks. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.